set. Places, everybody. And action. guys you're listening to black girl film club a podcast where two black women discuss movies i'm Brittany, and i'm ashley and on this rough cut we're going to be discussing rye lane from 2023 directed by rain allen miller so we're bringing you something different for the summer switching things up going across the pond (laughs) my god she's ready And if you aren't familiar with our rough cuts, these are like our initial reactions to a film, um, kind of a looser structure than our traditional um, episode. So kind of talking through a film might be spoilers, just our initial reactions and thoughts to a film. Both Ashley and I watched this movie when we like it first debuted on like Hulu. Yeah, it's on Hulu exclusively, mm-hmm. I believe, in the United States. I'm not sure where everywhere else is, you know, with the statuses and other countries. But here in the U.S., you can watch this movie on Hulu, and it's been there for a few months now. So if you haven't watched it, um, I'm disappointed in you. Yeah, I, probably in the U.K. is probably available through Disney+. Plus. Oh, yeah, that's true. Upon watching it, I was like, oh, my God, like, this is so cute like this is such a cute movie it's something that we have been missing as of late especially in the last slate of romantic comedies that we have received (laughs) um especially in the last slate of black romantic comedies british romantic comedies this was one that was much much needed especially those aimed for younger people um I haven't really watched any of the other offerings I think you watched the um the other romantic comedies that were available uh they don't look good I'm sorry that Sandra Bullock one didn't look good uh the one with Jennifer Aniston was it Jennifer Aniston or somebody George Clooney somebody I don't remember Mm -hmm. who was in it and I didn't want to see that one either <laughs> I've I've done was it Ticket to Paradise with um Julia Roberts and uh George Clooney I've That's watched that is. one yeah I've watched the Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum one that was actually cute mm. um I've watched Marry Me with um J-Lo and Owen Wilson where she plays Jennifer Lopez um <laughs> jennifer lopez that's uh, jennifer lopez in jennifer lopez <laughs> i've watched that one um those are like the the bigger ones that have come out recently that have primarily been like in theaters like oh you better catch this in the next two days and then they're available on different streaming mostly like peacock which holds me down and paramount <laughs> plus millage also holds me down yeah, it's a bit dry out there. I think we talked about it enough times mm-hmm. to where it's just just not a lot going on and, and what they have given us is kind of a little <laughs> concerning. It's just not the best. Unfortunately, I wish we can we could have a little bit more, but I think people are, are recognizing that now. Like where is the mid-budget rom-com? What happened to those? Why don't we have any? 
Um, that's also coupled with people being like, why do people have to fall in love with movies? Girl, I don't have nothing for y'all. <laughs> I have nothing to say to y'all. Uh, you were not, we're not going to even engage with that conversation today, but this is very sweet and adorable. Um, and much better than, like you said, some of the things that we've been getting. And, and I was thinking about some of the things that we've, we've reviewed lately, not lately, but what is that one we did really love from like maybe two years ago or a year ago? That was not that. I mean, it wasn't a rom-com, but that wasn't yeah. that great. And then there's yeah. some other one with like, who is it? With Gabrielle Union and uh-huh, his and powers. powers. Yep. Watched that last week. Yeah. I was, I, it's, the Twitter is not happy with that. <laughs> it Okay. I'm going to be honest because I really love, like, I love the director. I love Jezebel. I loved her, her film. Um, it has its moments. Like you have Remy Ma doing oh a photo God. shoot where she's dressed as Dorothy Damondrich and Carmen. So like, okay, I love like I love that. <laughs> like I love Remy. Like love that. But okay, is she a major part of the movie? No, she just have a cameo. <laughs> but okay. like, okay, okay, it's yeah. You you need that movie. Like you need to have that movie that movie needs to exist for a reason of watching the movie it just needs to have a market because without it you don't have jobs for these actors it's like, true but I want them to Dina Torres needs work and she's not finding work like she's on 911 Lone Star like who is it Gina Torres is Keith Powers mama like <laughs> sorry I didn't get that part um yeah, I didn't know she was in that movie. I know somebody said that Gabrielle Union was not making her half of the rent this month with this movie. Uh, <laughs> she is... might not be, <laughs> but she trying. Like she, she's uh, yeah. trying. Yeah. But historically, she has always whelmed. I think Gabrielle has made a career of playing kind of the the bitchy <laughs> woman uh, in a in a rom com. Unfortunately. So I, I haven't checked it out, uh, you know, due to Netflix's Netflix and I haven't, I've been too scared to, <laughs> to look and see if I even have Netflix currently. So I haven't watched Netflix in several months now, or at least like two, two months. So, you know, it's a little dry out here. I don't really know what's going on on the to dumb <laughs> part mm-hmm. of the universe, but um, I mean, I've heard good things and bad things, you know. Yeah, I'm I'm happy it exists. I just wish if it's not good, I hope it's better. <laughs> it gets it's, better. I, I would. I Who's would that? Say it's on par with the source material, and that's, oh, it's a book. Yeah, it's based on a book, mm. and it's another. Like mm. I feel like the author has another adaptation based on a book I recently read. So. Yeah, what's her name? Jezebel or something. What's her name? Um, the author is Tia Williams, but the uh, director. Uh, Numa, I think. Hold on. Wait, why did you say Jezebel? <laughs> no, her first, her debut, uh, feature film is called Jezebel. So oh. it's a really good movie. Numa okay. Perrier, her okay. movie Jezebel, which is also on Netflix, is really good. That's the one about the cam girl, right? Yes. Did I watch that? I can't remember. The source material for the perfect kind is. Oh, in part with the film. So, no, I did. I think I did watch Jezebel. I just can't remember when I watched it, but 
I don't remember liking that one <laughs> that much either. But I mean, yeah, it's if you like this, we didn't did we say that what the movie's called? It's called The Perfect Find. That exists. It's on Netflix. It just came out like a couple of weeks ago. So if you're interested, but we're here to talk about Rye Lane, which is a, a completely different. Well, I don't know. I don't even know the <laughs> the synopsis of the perfect fine, but it's it's a little. I feel like it's a little bit more of an underdog movie. I didn't really. It's weird. I haven't really seen a lot of people talk about this movie from the initial release, which is very annoying. Yeah, like maybe two or three people. Me went hard on it, and Me then and you. <laughs> it fell off. And then we were like, we've been trying to like fit it into our episodes for months. <laughs> it's really bad. Yeah, <laughs> we've been struggling over here. Uh, yeah, I, we've been wanting to do a review on this for a while, and uh, I've been like looking up stuff about the actors and. And um, I don't think they've really been in much that both of the leads. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vivian O'Hara plays Jazz. And then I, I don't remember who plays um, Dom, but I'm going to find out. Hold on two seconds. So David Johnson plays Dom and I'm familiar with him through industry. Sure. Where his character goes through it. He starts at the firm with everybody else and he doesn't quite make it and he mm. becomes I think he is considered a Tory uh so he goes to work I mean with if he's an investment banker or whatever the fuck I'm sure he is a Tory <laughs> like he goes to work in like the government for a Tory clerk I believe sure I'm not surprised <laughs> considering if this is the type of show that it is I wouldn't the ones where everybody's all coked up and mm-hmm. doing investment things yeah, like <laughs> I'm not surprised they'd they be going through it and he'd be going through it too so like that's how I was introduced to him as an actor and it seems like in industry they don't like their focus is more so on Harper um, and they don't really have a place for his character to fit anymore, especially after season one or series one. Mm. So seeing him in Riley and I was like, oh, OK, like hmm. you got this, like you could do this. And it's kind of disappointing that he was so underutilized on the series like he is. I hope like in series three, which I believe is still happening, they kind of either write him off the show I don't want him written off the show but like either let him do like write him off the show so he could go on and do some better things or realize his potential and put him more so in the group so he could be there and doing a lot more because he is so talented yeah just says that he was in there from 2020 to 2022 so I don't know if he's coming back (laughs) unfortunately but we'll see I mean I don't know. I don't really know the show very well. So I know people will be dying on there, but <laughs> that's Ooh. about it. That's all I know. And then Vivian, I'm looking at her credits right now and she has been in like a few things, um, mostly like shorts and like some TV shows. She was in an episode of I May Destroy You. She was a party guest. Um, I don't remember. I don't see the episode. Um, so I don't think she had like a big role in that show um and then just some other things like i think she's on a tv series right now that's on in 2023 but um yeah to me these are like new-ish actors so it was cool to see 
like new talent um, where, you know, now that we've been trying to do the rom-com thing again, they're trying to bring back the old guard. <laughs> I don't know if it's working very well for them, but it's, uh, I think it's like very refreshing to see like these two younger actors and they're both black and they're both dark skinned, <laughs> mm-hmm. which is something that we always kind of run into. I mean, I don't be doing race science on the timeline like the rest of you motherfuckers, but you know, sometimes you do notice when it's always the light skinned girl and the dark skinned boy <laughs> and you start, you start to think, what's, what's, what's the agenda here? <laughs> exactly what are we doing here what's going on so I don't know if those politics exist in the London film scene I'm sure they do (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised if they did but uh, it was just very nice to see and this is also a first time uh, I guess Rain's first time directing a a movie like full-length feature film Um, I looked her up and she was apparently like a uh, she worked in advertising <laughs> for, for a while and I was like well look at us kindred spirits I think she was like born the same year as me as well and I was like excuse me don't have me spiraling <laughs> to see seeing people achieve their dreams <laughs> um, but she has a very interesting story she grew up like partially in Manchester I believe and then she moved down uh, to London to live with her dad. So she lived in Brixton in South London. I'm not sure the reason why she was sent down there, but I know she mentioned like it was probably partially to, you know, get in touch with her culture. I'm assuming she's Jamaican British, <laughs> British Jamaican. I don't know how that usually goes. Uh, just from like the characters in the movie, uh, we see a lot of like British Jamaicans in the movie. Um, so I'm assuming that's what happened or that's what she is as well. I don't want to get that wrong, but that's what my assumption is. And she just kind of was able to absorb her father's culture um, before she ended up going to, I believe she went to like art school and then she like dropped out or something like that. So um, her story is cool. It's very interesting to see. Um, and I think she was kind of like maybe frustrated with the lack of rom-coms as well. And so she managed to go out and do it. <laughs> she managed to go out and solve that problem. Uh, so yeah, very cool to see. It has been quite a while from like the last like British rom-com. Really? Yeah. And I don't think hmm, the most notable one to me at least, that has come out. And I don't know if I can consider it a romantic comedy would be like that I've seen. Mm-hmm. It's been like about time. And I feel like I talk about that a lot. Oh God, that's not, it's, that it does is, not look happy. Yeah, it's very like, <laughs> it's a like romantic comedy, but it's also very dramatic. Um, It will, depending on how you feel it, will make you cry. Mm-hmm. Um, And that mm-hmm. came out like 10 years ago like 2013 there are very few if any romantic comedies with black people in them yeah what's that about we all be falling in love and shit <laughs> i think too i was looking at an uh i was looking at an interview with rain and she said that like with this movie she wanted to be conscious of how she was depicting not only like the characters but like 
South London in general, because it's always depicted as like this sort of really gritty, (laughs) dangerous place. Um, and she wanted to kind of flip that and have it, give it a little bit more of a dreamier quality and and uh, give it a little bit more of like something special because it has a kind of a, like a quirk to it. So like she considers London, South London, like the third character in the story, which I would agree mm-hmm. um, because I was thinking about that. I was like, yeah, every time I, I watch like a black British person's um depiction of London and where they live and like where they grew up and their friends it's so much more like brighter and bubblier than like <laughs> the other versions of London like the, that that tra- like people have traditionally made it's always like like damn like it's always so Dickensian <laughs> and that's a big part of its history of course but I feel like there's just like a distinct difference between how these groups are seeing their home, which is very, very interesting to see because there's a a girl, I used to watch her YouTube channel. She's from London, like North London. And um, she would do these like daily vlogs. And so I watched her vlogs a lot. And she was like always, I don't know, it just, she's just had such like a more of like a bubblier outlook on like the city and where she was going and who she was hanging out with. And I was like, oh, like London seems like a really cool place. I can't fucking wait to go and you know when you watch it on tv though (laughs) they make it sound like it's hell on earth out there and i just don't understand why it's such a cool city because like did you did you ever feel like like you watch chewing gum like doesn't it give you like kind of almost the same vibe not as chaotic as chewing gum but to me it gives me like the same sort of like you know these oddballs and characters and things that you like you know walking around your neighborhood you just kind of see these you know random things mm-hmm. and that was just like the charm of the of the area like slightly more of a community that greets you and makes you feel at home like yeah you're there you're amongst your people like you're there you're you're at home yeah whereas it's more austere and stern a little dry yeah a little different in those the you grant movies. yeah i think she referenced you <laughs> grant she said that uh it's either like this dangerous gritty street vibe or like something like Hugh grant would have been in <laughs> in like the mid 90s or something mm-hmm. so she's just trying to like fit like find her and her like friend's place in that whole film canon which is interesting i mean us being Americans we don't really have like the first hand accounts but mm. that's what I was thinking when I was watching it for the first time I was like oh this is like very bright and colorful and that's usually not <laughs> the way that London is depicted <laughs> either by us or by actual Londoners it just didn't ever seem to be a thing so I thought that was really cool the major like question of this movie is like what does it feel to be broken up with <laughs> like what broken does that up, feel like broken out with and also how do you move on from that how are you coping are you coping correctly are you living in a state of delusion are you at the house crying all day <laughs> are, are you, you in the, the loo crying yeah are you in the bathroom stall in public crying is that something that you think is like is that gonna work 
is that sustainable in your, Mm -hmm. in your recovery journey? Uh, I guess like with that thought, like that goes into the plot where, um, you meet these two, I don't, they're not teens, I guess young adults, Mm -hmm. (laughs) these two young adults, Dom and Yaz, um, they meet by chance at a friend's, like a mutual friend's art show, and which we'll get to that <laughs> of what the art is. And uh, he, Dom is going through a major breakup and he's kind of beside himself. He can't really keep it together. Where Yaz is also going through a breakup, but she's not, you know, she's playing it cool. But as this, the time goes on, you see that she's been affected probably just as bad if not more so (laughs) and um you can see them kind of get closer as they're trying to like work through their problems together but also separately uh so it's almost like one of those uh movie in a day type things but it Uh it goes on a little bit longer than that but uh the art show features the insides of people's mouths (laughs) that's what the their friend has decided that was the that was the uh, the subject. I don't know how he like, came to that conclusion. <laughs> because <laughs> you know more about Jupiter than you know about this. <laughs> Your mouth. I mean, I hope that's not the case, but that's what that is what he said. <laughs> if you know about more than G- if you know more about Jupiter than like your back molars, like you need to go get acquainted, go get one of them little mirrors and get back in, go get in the crevices because that's not, that's not something that you should be <laughs> proud of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's all these like close-ups of people's mouths and their lips and, and a lot of gums, a lot of gums. He, he's just in there. Yeah. Just real up in there. And uh, Dom ends up buying a picture because he's an accountant. He's an accountant. She is an aspiring fashion designer or costume designer. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's kind of a mama's boy. He's like, just moved back home after uh, getting dumped from his five-year relationship because his girlfriend cheated on him with his best friend. <laughs> oh, bro. Like this, his breakup is brutal. Is brutal. It's the one of the worst I've ever seen. Because like, girl, like- like y'all were supposed to meet at the movies and she took the time to get some dick. <laughs> oh, it's brutal. Like he is having, like he is so pumped. Like you at the movies, you got your popcorn. You there with your besties, Mr. Popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> you about to watch the previews. You gonna see yeah. like mm-hmm. who is next? Who gonna be the next Batman? Who gonna show up as Superman? You ready to go? Yeah. And you and get a text and it's a dick in the text. And you gotta be like, who is that? And you know the dick. Yeah, it wasn't even just the text. It was a FaceTime where she was like, oh, wait, shit, hold on. Let me move it. Let me angle the camera away from the dick. Hey, you, you know it. You know mm. it because that's your best. It's your best mate. Yeah. Oh God. Here she goes. She's been waiting. She's gonna try to sneak. I'm in. not gonna do it. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. She is. No. I might. I might. She's going to. She's going to. Yeah. It's not good for him. He's very upset, and people are worried about him. And he's like, "No, I'm taking Pilates. I'm working on myself." <laughs> <laughs> 
and they meet in the bathroom because he's in there crying. She's in there calling herself like a dummy because she, like, as the movie goes on, she's been like avoiding this interview for this like position as like a assistant on a movie or something like that. Mm -hmm. And she's just calling herself all kinds of names. And, you know, he's like, why are you in here? This is for like men's, (laughs) the men's room. She's like, it's a unisex room. I'm going to pee and leave, but you take care of yourself. (laughs) He's like audibly weeping in the bathroom. It's Mm -hmm. not good. Um, But they end up just, I guess they get curious about each other. And they're like, oh, like when they leave the gallery, they end up walking together. And then I guess he's like, I'm heading to Riley Market. And she's like, oh, coincidentally, I'm heading that way as well. (laughs) So they're walking through and. Uh, you see like this very interesting like just cast of characters like people in the neighborhood like uh somebody she calls uncle I don't know if it's her actual uncle but like somebody who's like selling uh vegetables and things and the guy with the the cowboy suit the like the sequined blue cowboy suit or whatever (laughs) the rodeo outfit he was my favorite because he kept popping up in (laughs) multiple he popped up like later on in like a different scene like completely like, at a different time of, of day entirely and I was like who is this man is he famous like is he just a local guy or something yeah. it kind of reminds me of like when I lived uh in Denton there was this guy who used to ride around on this like low like this like tricked out kind of low rider bicycle mm-hmm. and he had very long hair he looked like fucking Jesus or something and he had streamers on his bike oh. and you would just see him around like you just couldn't miss him because <laughs> he had this very distinct look so it was like one of his like a just like hey that's the guy in his sequined outfit he's feeling himself he's feeling his oats <laughs> we have the local mall man like yeah. he shows up at area malls and he's dressed in like a t-shirt that says mall guy or some shit of course and a belt one of those like 19 like those 2003 belts that had like the leds lights that of like course. scroll with a oh, message yeah a classic a bt mm-hmm. a big t's bizarre classic down in dallas mm-hmm. <laughs> you could probably still find some down there what does mall guy do he just comes around he comes and he would sit at like the food court at all the like local malls and you could take pictures of them but it would be like what 2019 2021 like way past when the little belts were like in style but that's just his thing like that's the mall guy that's his fit and he knows the newspaper wrote like the local newspaper wrote like an online article about him you know what that reminds me of uh like uh west philly elmo or whatever <laughs> <laughs> i think it's i don't know if it's west philly i maybe mean, philly elmo if you're around Shout out to you, sir. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love seeing uh, Philly Elmo pop up at various uh, <laughs> Philadelphia-based events. <laughs> Including when something was on fire. Oh, yes. <laughs> Philadelphia is not a real place. <laughs> they just go through this, like, mall, and they're just, like, talking. Or market, and they're talking. and And they're just getting to know each other. And they're, like... I don't know. It's a very easy, very nice, easy conversation. They're just like getting to know each other. 
but they're walking because Dom is supposed to actually be having a uh, let's have closure event mm. with his girlfriend Gross. <laughs> and his, and his, his ex-girlfriend and her new boo, which is just his best friend. Oh, my God. I have never <laughs> been. I was <laughs> like, Dom, do not do this, young man. Like, don't do it. Don't do it. You don't need closure on this. Like you, you got closure from both of them. Like they closed that door on their own. Yeah, they like moved in together and whatever. Mm-hmm. And was that like like two months ago? Yeah, they they kicked <laughs> you out of your relationship with both of them. Yeah, you live with your mom and your dad in the suburbs. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Like your your girlfriend cheated on you with your best friend from like primary school like yeah they peed together and peed next together next yeah. to each other in the bathroom you don't you don't need to cl- that's well, been closed babe Yaz was like don't do it and he was <laughs> like no I'm going to do it I don't know why his reasoning is probably just see her again or whatever mm-hmm. and he's getting bombarded because his girlfriend did him so dirty she was like yeah I cheated on you because you weren't happy <laughs> You weren't happy and our relationship was a flop or whatever. And he's like, but like he was, she was making it sound like it was his fault. And I was like, that's not very nice. Of him. Yeah. I don't know what the friend was thinking. I don't think the friend was thinking. It, it wasn't too much going on. No, not a lot going on upstairs with that one. God bless him. <laughs> he's a mess. Talking about uh-huh. pissing the bottles and stuff. Yeah. Mm. He got fired or whatever for having a stack of piss-filled bottles in his locker. Yeah. Why would you? I don't know. I was I was lost on his logic of doing that. Because <laughs> it's easier to pee in a bottle than go to the bathroom, apparently. For some people, maybe. <laughs> hey. Mm-hmm. Mm, I'm not here to judge. I'm not here to judge, but... Luckily, Yaz comes in and saves him and talks about how, he, you know, they're just out here fucking. <laughs> <laughs> and that they met at a karaoke night and his girlfriend just can't believe that he would even do something like that. And Yaz is astounded that she cheated on him with his best friend because she's like, your best friend's kind of a dummy. <laughs> yeah. He's not smart at all. And, uh, they end up leaving them. Oh, I forgot. It's one of those Brazilian places where you have to put the meat, where you have to say like, yes for meat or no for no meat or whatever. And the song at the beginning where he was singing, he was like, flip green for meat, flip red for no meat or whatever he was singing. I was like, this is so ridiculous. This is so ridiculous. And there's also a moment where she was like, like the ex-girlfriend and the best friend were like, oh yeah, we just had this spark or something. And like the, the flames in the background from the kitchen. And I was like, oh, that's a nice touch. Look at you. I see. I see. No, I know she does advertising. I was like, I see you. You were in the details. (laughs) You were in the background. You know, you were screaming. You were uh, storyboarding that shit out. And they leave and Dom is so excited because he's like, oh, you're such a badass. And you just, you know, you just knew what to say and I could never do that and he just thinks she's iconic <laughs> I think it says at one point and poor Yaz my girl's like yeah talk me up 
<laughs> like he is he is so cute in this moment because like his girlfriend obviously called him there to gloat his bestie was like hey we could be friends again because you're here <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's exactly how that works and the girlfriend was going to spend that entire time just shitting on this this man and making him feel worse about himself in a situation. And Dom came in to save the day. Yes. And he, like, when they leave the restaurant, like, he's so, like, psyched. It, it, like, how excited he is in the moment. It's just great acting. Yeah. It's just so adorable. Like, they're a very cute little couple, even though they don't know they're a couple yet. Yeah. I, I love their, like, this is a scene where they have, like, really great chemistry. And I think this is probably one of my favorite moments of the entire movie. Like, this is one part I was like, okay, this is it. And I think this is when I was like, I'm probably going to rewatch this <laughs> again. Yeah, I think it was nice. I think it was nice because, like, they're so enthusiastic about each other, even though they've just met. Like, she's like, don't go fucking talking to your ex-girlfriend. Like, don't put up with that shit. Don't be a little bitch. <laughs> and he's, you know, calling her iconic and wanting to buy her something, like dinner or something to thank her. You know, he's just, like, so happy <laughs> to, like, find, find, like, a bond, someone to bond with in this sort of shithole that he's <laughs> dealing with because he's just going through it even though his girlfriend cheats him like shit obviously mm. like he's still going through it and I think at this point I think they go to I forget they go to like another market and you just see like more of like South London I can't remember if they're in Brixton at this point I can't remember but um they go to <laughs> this restaurant, or I guess not even a restaurant, like one of them like places you walk up to or whatever. It's called Love Guacually. <laughs> <laughs> when I first saw this, I was like, oh, that's cute. Like, yeah. I get that pun. Like, that's really <laughs> cute. Okay, I see what y'all doing. And then I was like, oh. Yeah, we get a surprise. We're going to spoil it for you guys because you've already should you should have already watched this. So this is all your fault if you've been spoiled. But um, yeah, Colin Firth, the <laughs> Colin Firth, the Mr. Darcy, the Mark Darcy is the the guy who runs the low guac. Surely, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, he's Colin in there. Oh, his name is Colin. <laughs> Colin's falling on hard times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> moonlighting down in south london <laughs> that is so adorable <laughs> i forgot his name yeah i think he did have a name tag on right or something mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> and i looked at how they did this so i guess rain had already written something like this in her script and uh it said something like oh we they wanted to be called like about a burrito which i think is like a reference to about a boy or something mm-hmm. like that which is the movie I love, but um, her like significant other, whoever was like, yeah, what about Love Guacchuli? <laughs> and she was like, that actually made me like them more, like it strengthened our relationship <laughs> for a pun to come out like that. And so they like, I don't know, I forgot who she reached out to, some students or something that like, yeah, ask him directly, like ask Colin for it directly. So she wrote him a letter and he said, yeah. Hmm. And then I think he wanted his like his own menu item or something <laughs> from from the um, 
from the the love guac surely. but it's also funny because like love actually is that movie <laughs> in hindsight that movie is kind of awful i won't lie it's a hot ass mess <laughs> there are so many issues why was girl? Why am I supposed to be cheerful at this movie when Alan Rickman is cheating on Emma Thompson? Like I was going to say somebody cheating on somebody. And- Alan Rickman is cheating on Emma Thompson. Uh, Colin Firth goes to Spain or somewhere to write his book and falls in love with some uh, like his maid or somebody. I forgot who it is, and she can't speak English and. He can't speak. No, I don't think he goes to Spanish. I think he goes to Portugal. One of the two. And he can't speak her language. He can't speak English. And I was like, how is she going to come back home with you? If y'all don't know how this is going to work. Uh, the president may or may not. Is, is Hugh Grant. Hey, guys. I'm coming to you before you come for me. I don't know why I said that. I know that the UK doesn't have presidents. But to clarify... Hugh Grant plays the UK Prime Minister in Love Actually. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. And the American president is Billy Bob Thornton. And then Billy Bob Thornton may or may not be having a Monica Lewinsky predatorial situation with somebody. It's wild. It's so fucking oh. wild. And there's a bunch of jokes about somebody being fat. Oh, yeah, because the, the, the about the girl in the office. Like, oh, oh yeah, nobody wants wants her because she's fat. She's so fat or whatever. Which I guess is like a dig at Monica Lewinsky. And I was like, all right. (laughs) This movie movie was like from the like early 2000s. I think it's like, oh yeah, I forgot Keira Knightley's being stalked by what's his face from Walking Dead. (laughs) 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 I forgot when Love actually came out. I think it came out like 2009 or something. It's wild. It is a wild ass movie when you look back at it after so many after so many years. It's I mean, a lovely bunch of stars. They're all pretty much uh oh sorry, 2003. My bad. Yeah, yeah, hell years. <laughs> the hell mm-hmm. years. Yeah, I mean, all the, the cast is all great. They're all like great actors. I mean, Alan Rickman and Emma Thompson alone. <laughs> That's acting, actors, but the movie is fucking ridiculous. Hmm. If we ever watch that movie, <laughs> I will not be kind to it because it is a mess. But I love the cameo and I love that he actually did it. Um, and they all said he was very nice, which good. I would hate for Colin Firth to be a dick. I would, it would crush me. <laughs> I think in this, in this day and age when every celebrity is kind of terrible, I was like, it would literally break my heart. <laughs> like I think he's like a conservative or something and I was like okay old white man of course you are but like if you were mean (laughs) to this to this first time director I would really be upset yeah 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 oh and I keep calling her first time director she's directed some shorts I should say that Mm -hmm. but um yeah don't do that to people be nice be nice and sweet to people please (laughs) but it was cute it was a nice like nod to the rom-com genre Mm-hmm. Even if sometimes you you look at the rom coms and you're like, girl, this is this is questionable. <laughs> um, I forget where they go after this. Don't they go to? They um, like take a little stroll around the park. They watch like people doing yoga. Yeah, I thought that was cute too. Uh-huh. Like they're around this like very large fountain. 
So they're all spread out, but they're still like moving together. And I was like, oh, that's sweet. And I think Yaz is like talking about when she's older, like how she would want to, you know, be retirement age and be doing yoga in the park. And I thought it was cute. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Is this when they decide they talk about the freaking Tribe Called Quest thing? Yes. A lot of this movie hinges on the return of this Tribe Called Quest (laughs) vinyl. (laughs) Which is so random to me. (laughs) I don't know why. Everybody had like an entire relationship hinged on low in theory. Yeah. Yeah. Basically the, the, this breakup, I guess she has made it all about this one vinyl. She says that, uh, well, she has a couple stories, which should have been the clue for Dom, (laughs) but the main story is that he, her boyfriend was not very nice. And she was mm-hmm. like, I'm just trying to bring back the spark into our relationship. So she was going to like give him head or something like that. And he was being mean. And I forgot what he said to her, but she ended up just dumping a, like a bowl of hummus into his lap and then taking all her shit and and dipping out. And she forgot her vinyl. Is that That's the story she tells <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> because I what she say she said if you make the hummus you should get the head or something is that what mm-hmm. she said something like that so you know Dom is so smitten and thinks she's such a badass and stuff like that and I think this is when they end up going to her hit okay her ex-boyfriend's mom's house to get the key to his house that they used to live in together and then get the D or not the DVD, the vinyl. <laughs> this plan, this plan was last minute. <laughs> um, she mess. You know mess. what? This is being like, I'm 23. This sounds like a great idea. Yeah. Cause Tom is like, you can always just go get another one. She's like, no, I want my copy of the vinyl i was like yeah you could just stroll into your urban outfitters or whatever and go get mm-hmm. you but she wants that copy of that vinyl and so they go to his mom's house so he has her ex-boyfriend has two moms i like how they introduce like queer characters in the movie just like not with a lot of fanfare mm-hmm. um because his moms are hosting a backyard party. They don't know what to make of Dom at all. They're just like, all right, come in, I guess. <laughs> and he doesn't make a good impression on anybody at the party because his music is trash. <laughs> it's like... He's listening to Daniel Bedingfield. We love Yes. She's so cool. Like, yeah, she has all this personality. Why did you bring this nerd yeah. to this party? Like, something is off here. <laughs> Yeah, there's some weird scene where, like, he's looking for the key and it's in, like, one of their underwear drawers, like, one of the mom's underwear drawers. And so that then they think he's a perv and it's a whole thing. And I think the biggest thing about this scene is that they hear, oh, he hears, yeah, I was talking about, like, yeah, I just felt bad for him. So I'm, like, hanging out with him for the day or whatever. And he's insulted by that, which I would be, too. It wasn't very yeah. nice. It's not I'm not a charity case. I mean, I am crying in the bathroom stall in public. But yeah. that doesn't mean you need to treat me like a charity case, like a make a wish kid or something. Don't be mean to me. Yeah, like be nice to me. You also 
kind of pressured me into the situation. Yeah, he didn't want to do all that shit. <laughs> so I could have like gone about my business after this love guacchally. Mm-hmm. Could have my spicy burrito one left. Mm-hmm. Y'all yes. know you knew that I just wanted a mild bland chicken burrito <laughs> he's so bland god bless him god bless and i could have been about my way mm, yeah but it doesn't work out like that but he confronts her about it and she apologizes i believe mm-hmm. so that's nice they get the apologizing out the way i like how they don't you know they're not too coy about how they feel about things like they just say it out in the open just like i don't like that that's not nice but we need to be <laughs> i am but a baby I'm still very fragile. <laughs> like, you know, I'm having a shit time. You was at the Brazilian restaurant. You seen what happened. Yeah, you see what I've been dealing with. Okay. Let me recover. It's going to take me a minute to recover. And they end up going to a karaoke bar on the back of her ex-boyfriend's mom's mopeds. So uh-huh. she's <laughs> got him driving around London at night on this moped. He's freaking out, of course, because once again, he's a baby turtle and he doesn't like these situations. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I forget who this character is, but she is related to one of them, either the mom's, maybe it's, her, maybe it's the ex-boyfriend's cousin or something. I can't remember. But this is another uh-huh. like non-binary character, queer character that I thought it was cool. Like they just mm-hmm. kind of introduced it and I was like, oh, <laughs> So I forgot what I forgot what this character's name is. They're like, you see the person, they're like, oh, okay. I forget what the whole exchange is, but for shits and giggles, uh, the cousin makes them <laughs> do karaoke. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and poor Dom is not gonna karaoke at all doing his sad rendition of Shoop. No, by Salt and Pepper, sorry, not TLC. Uh it's embarrassing. But it's a callback to like the story that Diaz told at the restaurant where she was like, yeah, we met at karaoke and people were cheering us on. It sounded like a, like a stadium concert in there. Cause we were so good at karaoke. <laughs> and so she ends up joining in and assisting him and they get the respect of the crowd or whatever. Like for a minute, it was very close to being showtime at the Apollo yeah, when the Sandman get, come out. Yeah, go hook him around. And, <laughs> and and him off. Him <laughs> but yeah. they went over the crowd. Yeah, they did. And it was cute. Then they started making out in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that one because I was like, oh shit, it's happening. I didn't think it was gonna happen. I thought it was gonna take them until like the end of the movie to start making out. So I thought that was um, a nice change of pace (laughs) Um, from like, I guess, traditional rom-com movies. But then they end up at her ex-boyfriend's apartment, which is this cute apartment because he's an artist as well. And him and his girlfriend come home before they can steal the vinyl. And it is (laughs) not good. Because he airs her the fuck out. As we know, like, Yaz is very, like, over the course of the movie, we find out she's very impulsive. Like, mm-hmm. she just does shit. I admire that. But mm-hmm. she breaks into this man's home. She also yeah. looks in his fridge and sees a bunch of shit. She also goes through his things 
and she discovers a diva cup. Yeah, in the bathroom. I mean, and, it was the right place for it, but she's mad because when they were together, like he made her hide her tampons or whatever. Yes. Because he was put off by the side of her, t- which is like, it's not even like, girls not even use tampon. It's just a tampon and a box. Like you can't even see it. It's wrapped up. Mm-hmm. Men are dumb. <laughs> yes. So like when she was in a relationship with him, like she couldn't keep her things in sight, but now he's in a new relationship and like, oh, you have a diva cup yeah out where everybody can see how dare you so like she (laughs) loses her shit and she takes the diva cup she puts Mm -hmm. it in the fridge she's like ha 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 she starts like going through like the apartment (laughs) looking for stuff that she shouldn't look for because when you go looking for stuff you should look for you find the shit that you're looking for yeah and it just wasn't gonna work out for you melt down and spiral but also this is being (laughs) in your early to mid-20s like this is being 23 yeah and it is so bad and then it gets worse <laughs> yeah I think he comes home like the boyfriend and the girlfriend come home or the her ex-boyfriend what's his name Jules Jules and mm-hmm. his new girlfriend come home and he's like oh oh you got another one already don't you he's like you need to run which I was like damn the way he said that I was like it feels like a horror movie <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "This is a has he been in a horror movie before? This is this is kind of scary." <laughs> and he just was basically saying that, like, Yaz was just full of bullshit, always causing drama. Um, Dom needs to stay away from her because she's just gonna wrap you up in her life or ruin your life or whatever. And I was like, "Shit, you don't even know this man's name." <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so telling all this stuff about your ex-girlfriend to somebody you barely know and uh he says oh basically like rags on her for wanting to be a, a fashion designer a costume designer or what have you and it's like oh how is that going and I was like oh god what a dick <laughs> yeah it's yeah it's this is a a bad relationship oh god they both have really bad really i can't decide which one is worse i think he might be the worst one this guy like is like a rapper apparently like no i think he's an artist like a fine artist because all the stuff in his house is like oh yeah art and stuff and he knows the guy from the the photo gallery the teeth (laughs) oh yeah the teeth man you know who my favorite TikToker would be really good? Who? Uh, uh, Bowmanizer or whatever? <laughs> Bowmanizer, if you're listening, Brittany really loves your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Not to put her out there, whatever, but... <laughs> he would be great uh, yeah show off the pearly whites bowman get your chip skylark on (laughs) my shiny teeth and me (laughs) yeah he's just a dick because he's like always i guess because he's successful and she's he's basically saying that she's jealous of him being successful and puts her down about wanting to have a dream yeah and not achieving that dream i was like what the fuck is your problem (laughs) and you could you can see how it affects her like yeah all day like she spent this entire day with 
Dom to avoid going to a job interview. Yeah, which is crazy because it's girl. Girl, that's <laughs> money. Like, that's, that's money. money. Yeah, and she's also said, she's already said that people don't want to pay her because she's like, stuff like this, like, it's either very low pay or no pay. Um, but they want you to do all this backbreaking work and pay your dues, but you don't have any money and you live in London, which is not a cheap city to live in. <laughs> and she can't like go have fun or everything. So it's it's not the best situation, but like, you know that about her and you still put her down anyway in front of this boy that she barely, like you both barely know. And then your girlfriend too. Mm-hmm. Like you were raggedy. I thought I thought Dom's girlfriend or ex-girlfriend was bad, but I was like, there's something going on there. <laughs> that was way worse. And then we find out, like after they leave, because I feel like they get kicked out. I don't remember if they even get the vinyl. I feel like they did, but I can't remember entirely after all. I believe Dom stole the vinyl while yeah. he was talking all that shit about her. Yeah. I just I can't remember if he let them actually leave with the vinyl because they have a little showdown where he they break a bunch of his shit, <laughs> break a bunch of his art stuff in the in the house, including this like weird tree looking thing. Broke a branch off of it on accident because they fell over. Um, but they they leave and Dom is mad because yes, has basically been lying to him this whole day and talking herself up like she's some. Well, not really talking herself up, really. I mean, she does lie. <laughs> but he's also been, he feels tricked because he's been like, oh, I thought you were like way better yeah, <laughs> than, it, than what you actually are. He was under the impression that she broke up with him. Yeah. And who is going to tell you? Like, sir, you don't know this woman. But first of all, who is going to tell you that, <laughs> no, my my boyfriend, my ex-boyfriend dumped me and also says all this mean shit to me all the time? Yeah, that's a bit much to to introduce on the first day of not yeah. even really dating. We just met on a, like, by a whim. <laughs> I don't know you from Adam. So what the fuck? I'm not... Yeah really gonna get into all of that also i'm literally trying to put on a brave face in public yeah yeah because she's out with one of her friends i can't remember her friend's name but basically during this whole fight she tells dom that um she was a mess pretty much like he is right now (laughs) crying and sitting in the same clothes for days at a time you know full depressive episode and then she had found his new girlfriend, Jules' new girlfriend. I think her name was Tabby. That's coming back to me now. It was like Tabby or something, like a house cat. <laughs> and, uh, so probably a Tabitha. Garfield and yeah. no, it's not Garfield. Garfield and what, Yertle or whatever. <laughs> Nermal. Nermal. And- yeah, Nermal Garfield gang. So uh, she's. She was looking through his new girlfriend's Instagram and actually accidentally liked a picture from like mm. two years ago. So Ooh. she was like down in the <laughs> in the trenches of this girl's Instagram. And so Jules turned around and told everybody that she was stalking them. And then her friends believed him over her, which sounds crazy, but maybe they have like, I guess they have like a group of mutual friends and they took his side over her side. 
Yeah. And she doesn't have any friends except for that one girl that she came to the gallery with. And technically, even the artist is still his friend. Yeah. Oh, trifling ass. <laughs> oh, you don't sell another painting. <laughs> another another photographer, another photo, nothing else. Don't because what is he gonna do after that? He said he's gonna do something after. Oh, he did. It was butts. Butts. Yeah. His next showing was was asses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and girl, sir, what who what compelled you? What's the he was like, you know what? Going? We gonna do from the rooter to the tutor. <laughs> he had just as many people at his next show, so I guess the London art scene is really down for that. But child, her her friends did her dirty, and so she felt really bad. And she, you know, Dom's comments made her feel better about herself. Um, but he just couldn't take it. And they just kind of, I think she ended up saying like, like insulting him. Yeah, she about is. him being all broken up and shit about his girlfriend and yeah yeah it doesn't end well <laughs> like you was crying in the bathroom i heard you I yeah see, i seen you i seen like, it i seen it i heard it mm. which not the best strategy but yeah sometimes it'd be like that also <laughs> <sighs> hurt people hurt people all right <laughs> <laughs> why not <laughs> she yeah, oh, it ends really badly again being 23 these characters are 23 to me oh um, yeah <laughs> at the most 25 at the yes. very most anything above that i'd be like all right wait mm-hmm. i got questions i have questions mm-hmm. let's stop pause the movie <laughs> let's discuss some things um but then they have their little breakup montage but they're not even broken up really but you know, mm-hmm. they were going to be friends. They did have each other's phone numbers. Mm-hmm. And he goes back to his parents' house, which yeah. he's, you know, living his life of playing PlayStation, eating uh, soft-boiled eggs and whatever the hell uh, those things Tostitos, are. Tostitos, pizza rolls. Yeah, I was kind of a little confused by that. But <laughs> I wasn't he got kinda... his fizzy drinks. Girl, got the fizzy drink fiasco of like 2018 or whatever. Whenever that whole thing went down with Simone fiasco and the fizzy drink chaos moment. I will, I will never forget that. Cause that um went on for I'm not gonna bring weeks. it up, but as as a country, <laughs> maybe rethink it. <laughs> you talking about England or you think there? Uh-huh. <laughs> I think that term. I, I'll say that as somebody who refers to it as pop. Yeah, I don't fizzy drink. That. Fizzy drink just don't. It sound like yeah, me and Willie Wonka finna hit up some shit and drink some fizzy drinks. Yeah. Oh wait, that's why. <laughs> it just click. It just clicked for her. Why? Did, why did. Willie Wonka calls it fizzy drink? <laughs> Willie was on that fizzy drink. Yes. All right. Yes. You you finally made the connection mm-hmm. after 50 years. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it <laughs> they their little breakup is so sad because there was like she's seeing him, like she thought she saw him at a at a movie theater, is not him. And the lady's like, are you stalking me? She's like, no, sorry, my bad. He's texting her and she don't answer. Mm. So that's even worse. Mm. <laughs> also, he feels embarrassed because he's like, damn, I really am at my mama's house. Just chilling, not doing shit with mm-hmm. myself. 
Mm. Looking really embarrassing. <laughs> got a good job. Got a good job, boy. But you uh, at the house or whatever, letting your mama cook for you. <laughs> Which your, sweet- mom, yeah, your mother is excited about it. Yeah, some people's mamas do not want them back. <laughs> I mean, sweet digs. It is not cheap to live in London, from what I've heard. It is it is bad, but uh, I think it's just like she was saying. Basically, it's like stunting your growth. Like you need to face the world yeah. instead of retreating to the suburbs to ride bikes with your dad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> stuff like that. And I think at this point, doesn't he move out? I think he's like, you know what? I can't be a man baby for long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was looking crazy. Nothing wrong with hanging a- out with your parents, but. Uh, gotta be a big boy. Yeah, put your big boy pants on and go pay that astronomical rent somewhere in central mm-hmm. London. <laughs> I gotta pay two billion pounds. Oh, gosh. Everything I've heard, it does not sound good. <laughs> and that's the crazy part is nowhere else on this earth is any better. <laughs> it's, all, it's all bad everywhere. It, yeah, you definitely don't want to come here because it's a hot ass mess. <laughs> Just an FYI, it is no mm-hmm. better here. <laughs> not at all. No. And I think at this point, she got the job and is on set and her friends are like, or whoever she's working with is just like, yeah, you talk about him a lot. And she's like, no, I don't. <laughs> and she's like, mm, I don't know about that. And she's like, damn, do I love that man? <laughs> yeah. I've been talking about him a lot. Didn't really mean to. <laughs> and there's a whole big thing that's been like going through movies about grand romantic gestures because his version of a grand romantic gesture with his ex-girlfriend Dom's gesture was to take them to the restaurant where they had their first date which was a chicken shop yeah (laughs) a candlelit dinner at a chicken shop and I personally I thought it was a cute idea I mean, it is cute. It is probably she. She just seems like the type that's like take me down to like Nobu. Mm-hmm. Oh, she absolutely hated that idea. Hell yeah. She was like, "This was terrible." She said, "I filled in my eyebrows for this." Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, it was like people like looking at them. Like, I mean, they do have. A are y'all of- open? What the fuck? Well, it was like dark in there, but also they have like a candelabra or whatever yeah. <laughs> or something in the middle. <laughs> And it was just people just looking at them like, are y'all open? What the fuck? I'm hungry. (laughs) Yeah, he needed to go somewhere where you could like, like where there wasn't other tables available, you know, or Mm -hmm. somebody else wasn't going to come in and say, hey, I need like a five piece or whatever. Five piece and some chips kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Like, please help me. You know, he should, you know, maybe he should have thought about just a little bit harder. Yeah, or like, if like her like her gesture style and his gesture style just didn't mesh their love like, languages yeah her love language his love language ain't they ain't click up they ain't connect like voltron yeah it just it was mm-mm. never gonna work because like even like when you think of a grand gesture like that man who proposed to that lady that had that hand drawn animation from sleeping beauty and had all her friends and family in the theater 
Um, and I was like, oh, that's cute. I vaguely remember this. That's nice. That's Her, nice. I don't like proposal videos. I don't like any of that. Yeah, this stuff I makes don't... me upset. <laughs> I don't, I don't like <laughs> proposals, but some, you know, it's... I don't think I should be seeing it, but some people do. <laughs> and that, that works for them as a couple, you that know, seems like our, our only big grand gestures in this, in this, uh, 2023 era is proposals. And I don't know, maybe just like do something nice when it isn't a proposal that keeps the spark alive or whatever. I've seen like a Cinnabon proposal one. Okay, I see. I, I can I can empathize and understand. I understand that one. I would love a <laughs> I would love a Cinnabon proposal. <laughs> but also just staring at the Cinnabon. Like, maybe hey, just want a Cinnabon. Even mm-hmm. if it's not just a the big day, you know, just a, a Cinnabon on an average day would be fine too. That's a gesture I would enjoy as well. <laughs> I it wasn't gonna work for them it just wasn't gonna work like I think yeah so she was a big gesture person too or she mm-hmm. like people she can she said something about her boyfriend being the type that didn't wave at boats when they passed by and she yeah it's like I should have known he was a terrible person yeah and <laughs> she liked like, to do that yeah and she liked to do that and she couldn't figure out if Dom was that type of person which she ended up finding out eventually that he is um, but she gets this idea to have like a grand gesture because they end up going to, well, the day of the art show, the new art show, the butt show. Uh, did we get the name of this show? I wish I had figured out the name. <laughs> I don't remember the name of the butt show, but it was, it's, um, uh just like mouths it's 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 focusing on butts it's just all all up in your ass yeah about asses yeah <laughs> nothing too miss frizzly but it was no it's of- not like <laughs> that's a booty hoe like it was yeah <laughs> nothing nothing to that extreme but i guess the girl that dom was was it like what are, wasn't it Yaz's friend or something I uh-huh. think was, yeah she was like yeah you can like look at it he's like no nah, I'm good <laughs> yeah because she's featured as a as a butt oh yeah yeah I was on her yeah she wanted to see what how he thought about it. yeah she's like come look come look at my butt and he's like look at, look at it I'm good actually uh, <laughs> and I think at this point, like Yaz calls him, right? And she's mm-hmm. like, hey, I'm sorry, but come look out the window. And she's on a boat in the London, and uh, not the London River girl, in the Thames. <laughs> Please don't cover me. In the Thames. And she sees him like from way far away in the window and she waves and he waves back and she's like, I knew you were a boat waver. (laughs) And they're having this whole conversation. He's like, I'll come down to you. And they're like apologizing to each other. Um, But she's like, stop being so nice. (laughs) And she's like, I was a dick to you. They have this really long conversation. They plan to like meet. She didn't like think it too through because <laughs> it's a it's a long, long yeah. yeah, it's one of those boats that just like goes down one side and then loops around. And so he had to like figure out where she was on dock and, and all this stuff. And she looks so good. She's all like dressed up and stuff. Mm-hmm. I love her clothes and she's very yes. like, brightly colored. Like he's 
For some reason, he's wearing pink chucks for the most of this movie. Uh-huh. Like, he ends up buying lavender, some lavender shoes, like beads on them, like some mm-hmm. sneakers or whatever. And so they kind of match a little bit that way. But he's mostly like dark greens and blues, I think. And she's like mm-hmm. bright yellows. And she's got a smiley face on her nails and things like that. But she looks so good here. And she's like all gussied up and fancy. Mm-hmm. I love it. But they yeah. end up do meeting at the dock after he like crossed a bridge and all this other stuff. <laughs> very, I would walk 500 miles. It's a very romantic comedy canon moment. Yeah. It it belongs there. Mm-hmm. Cause like they meet, they like finish their apology and they kind of like hug and kiss. It is like, oh yeah. After like all this time, yeah, I can't remember like how long they were apart for. Must have been a few weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, she. I, I think at the beginning of the movie, she had like made fun of him for like wanting to go home early because he's like, I gotta catch the train, and if I'm too late for the train, I gotta catch the night bus or whatever. And he's like, I don't want to be on that shit. <laughs> and so she's asking him like, Oh, are you gonna leave? And uh, he's like, no, I'll just see where it goes. But I think it was on a poster in the background, too. I love like the if you look at the background of things, there's like all this like random <laughs> stuff that kind of pops out at you. And that was one of the posters. Like, I'm going to see where it goes. It was like some music release <laughs> by some like, you know, made up artist. And and they have their little moment together and they decide to be together. It's so cute. We love love here sometimes. Yeah, mo- uh, most of the time. On like, occasion. Like 95% of the time. Sure. That's mm-hmm. a generous statistic, I think. But <laughs> And it's so adorable. And the movie ends. And I just love love. I love their love. And... I'm trying to think back in the canon to how like a character that's so like, like she's the more out there one than the guy. Mm -hmm. Are there a lot of those? I always feel like it's the guys more out there than the girl. Like I'm trying to run through all of my- Your Rolodex of (laughs) of rom-coms? Like for example, one that comes to mind off the top of my head where like- more like free spirited one would be like a long came Polly, a long came Polly, mm. where Jennifer Aniston is more of the free spirit and Ben Stiller is more of the like straight man who's yeah. like, I gotta follow the rules, we gotta do all of this. And she like her choices makes his life like a little bit more di- difficult until they fall in love. Who put 500 Days of Summer on here? That is oh, oh bittersweet. No. This is under bittersweet rom-coms. I was say, no. That is not for me. <laughs> I wouldn't call Juno rom- rom-com either. No. That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, some of these things about rom-coms, the thing about rom-coms too is like some of them, I, I'm just like, are you sure? Like, you want to... That's what you would categorize that as? Yeah, I feel like, you know, rom-com has become like a catch-all for 
just romance and yeah. people apply it to romantic dramas and yeah, no. I don't understand that because that movie with Zendaya that's kind of come out challengers like I know Duh. I know Luca said that it was a comedy but like I don't be believing what he be talking about sometimes <laughs> and I was like nothing in this seems funny this is a love triangle someone's gonna get beaten with a racket <laughs> by the end of this movie I promise you Oh, oh, you know what? A classic kind of comes to mind as well. It's like Bringing Up Baby. Which I've never seen Bringing Up Baby. It's a screwball comedy where, um, let me make sure I get my classic actors right. Um, I think it's Audrey, not Audrey, but Catherine Hepburn. Mm -hmm. And let me. Cary Grant. Cary Grant. Some other people I don't recognize. Where she is like a little all over the place. And he's a straight man. And they have to take care of a giant cat. Like a cougar or a jaguar or something. Pet leopard. Leopard <laughs> named Baby. <laughs> Is that and, <laughs> like they just get into a lot of different circumstances. They're in, they in the car with this leopard. And I'm yeah. going to assume that it was real because of Hollywood. Oh, no, it's a real leopard. In yes. 1938. <laughs> yeah, it's real. Like, baby is a real leopard. It oh, uh, clawed at people no, and whatnot. No. Oh, no. <laughs> um. So I didn't ask, too. Like, did you have a favorite between the two of them, between Dom and Yaz? Um, I actually don't have a favorite okay i like both of them equally yeah they work together well um they were both very adorable and um being a timeless person of my age 53 i find myself like shaking my head at these 23 year olds that i have decided were 23 yeah definitely what they're early 20s just being like mm, 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 bless them <laughs> Um, <laughs> they're just going through it, just trying to navigate life. So they're both like struggling, being in their early adulthood, trying to figure it out, navigate their relationships, and just get into life, get into new relationships, and realize just things just don't stop here. Mm. Um, after a like tough breakup, a tough first, probably first serious relationship. Um. And seeing the difference in how each of them handle it, like, as, like, someone who probably typically, like, puts on a tough face, I, I like, would identify with Yaz a little bit more. Mm. But they're both really great characters. They're well, like, thought out, well acted, and well... um scripted they're just well-lived characters like they felt real yeah and that's what I enjoyed about them most so like yeah yeah I think you could see them both as like like real life people like they Mm -hmm. don't seem very flat um and you get to know a lot about them in a very short amount of time I mean Mm -hmm. even just the way they hold themselves and there's a lot I didn't mention this before because I don't usually like stuff like this but they did a lot of like flash flashbacks or kind of cutaway gags more like that I thought were nice that like you know you see baby Yaz when she dressed like Prince um mm-hmm. with her little like made-up guitar and things like that and she's all colorful and bright and 
you know, you see him in the movie theater when he gets the the FaceTime or he FaceTimes his girlfriend and he <laughs> realizes that she's cheated on him and he's so like buttoned up and small and big, hey, just wanted to see if you're coming. Like, where are you? <laughs> and I think you get a lot of backstory on them without too much backstory. Like, I don't think we meet Yaz's actual family, but like just from her interactions with everybody else. You kind of know the type of person she is and how people interact with her and how involved she is with other people. Cause like your your ex-boyfriend hates you, but his family loves you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like what a a tiny, tiny little tidbit, like on the street where she complimented somebody's shoes and they said thank you. And then Dom did the same thing to somebody else. And he was mm-hmm. like, fuck off. Yeah, <laughs> called him a dickhead. Like, Oh, <laughs> he was like, I tried to be extroverted and it didn't work. Ow. <laughs> like, <laughs> that was an amazing like character detail that I like love so much. Yeah. They, like both characters did the same thing mm-hmm. and they got totally different outcomes based on their characterizations. And I just love that. Like that yeah. was like one of my favorite scenes in the movie as well like I loved when he was at the boyfriend's house at Jules's house and he smelled like his like he has like some like that one of those salt lamp things or whatever and he leaned down to sniff it he was like I think that's what Obama would smell like (laughs) (laughs) it's like you were such a little geek I love it I didn't even know those things had a smell, but I guess they do. I guess they do. I don't know. And so I thought that was like, yeah, you get these like little things about them that you don't have to spend too much like exposition. Like even when he was like talking about him being an accountant, he's like, all my friends were going to, thought they were going to be footballers and, and YouTube sensations. And he was like, they all want to charter private jets and things. And he's just like, it's a terrible investment. That's not even the first thing you think of when you think about a private jet, just that you have a private jet. Mm-hmm. So that's, yeah, they're really smart with that. And I should say, I I must have, okay, I think I said that Rain wrote this. Okay, she didn't write this, but this is going to take us like a blast from the past, which is another thing that we forgot to mention at the beginning when we're talking about other British shows and things. It was written by Nathan Bryan and Tom Melia. I don't know who Tom Melia is, but Nathan Bryan was Jamie, the brother of, uh, what's mm-hmm. her face? And some girls, I had no mm-hmm. idea. <laughs> I did not know Aviva in some yes. girls, her weird ass brother. Yes. Who just pop in, be like, say something, pop out. Yeah. Very strange. <laughs> very weird but if you haven't watched some girls I have no idea where some girls is anymore I used to be on Hulu it's not as of right now that's probably locked in a vault somewhere oh that sucks because that is such a cute like show because it's just like these four different girls going to whatever level school they're in I don't know what level they're in they're old enough to be talking about like going to university and stuff like that but it's such a cute show it had like 18 episodes and I have no idea where it is now it might be on Tubi I think it is on Tubi 
Tubi, well, season one is on Tubi. So that strikes again. Tubi strikes again. Mm. <laughs> so I don't know where the second or third seasons are, but it is a very cute show. It felt very like, okay, you can watch on the Roku channel if you have one of those. There you go. There you go. I might be checking that out, but it was a sweet show for like being about a bunch of teenagers and they had a bunch of quirky, weird people in there and they're uh, on their like estate as well. Like, I hope there's like more of these like depictions of London life. Like it looks just like a lot more fun than just doom and gloom. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, and, and also rich people, very rich politicians. So yeah. hopefully, hopefully we strike a balance with that. I don't know. Also, I don't I don't live there, so <laughs> that's another thing. Yeah, like, I'll watch whatever you give me, but you know I like this a lot. <laughs> yeah, I yeah they shook some up, offer something different. Yeah. Um. Also, very different from all of like the series. And movies I have watched in the past. Yeah, I was going to say Misfits is like the only one where it was like weird, but also like dark, but like quirky in that mm-hmm. way. Where definitely some I was dying, but <laughs> it might be funny. <laughs> yeah, the way that ru- they ruined that show, though. My God, not the best. Um, we obviously recommend this show or movie. Sorry, we obviously recommend this movie. But do you have any like rom-coms that you would suggest along the way to partner up with this? I mean, we've named a few, but. You know, if you want to go back in history, like I mentioned, you can watch it like totally different vibe. You can go back to the 30s with bringing up baby. Okay. You know, you're watching two people try to take care of a leopard <laughs> in the 30s. Mm-hmm. Um, another, you know what? Let me get the proper title of it because it was cute. The Lost City that came out last year with Channing Tatum and Sandra Bullock, where Sandra Bullock is a romance author and Channing Tatum is the model, like the Fabio type character for her novels. And he goes to rescue her yeah. when she gets kidnapped. That is actually cute. Um, There, like, there has been a lack of romantic comedies featuring black people as of recently um but so if you do want to check out the perfect find that is on netflix i would say give it a go and see what you think um yeah let us i know. watched it on netflix last weekend i believe i rated it three stars and let it box did you enjoy it um i had a good time it made me think of you know the classic movies that it it referenced okay um it was like okay there are some things that happened that I was just like oh I wasn't expecting this but also you know hmm (laughs) hey so like sometimes like movies need to exist so actors can have work and (laughs) I'm I'm for it it's fine that doesn't bode well, but okay. <laughs> so, you know what? I would say just go check out The Perfect Fine. You know, not, you know, everybody is a straw actress like Sanaa Lathan, but. Would be a Sanaa Lathan. What would be a Sanaa Lathan movie that she recommended? Oh, you know, there's, um, what is that? Something new. 
Oh gosh, I, that's what I thought you were gonna say. But I didn't. That was a lot more dramatic, though. Yeah, it's cute. And she also has Napoli Ever After, that is also on Netflix, I believe. What, what's up with the hair things? <laughs> mm-hmm. Hair related things. Mm-hmm. I always get mad at something new because she like took out her weave or whatever. Yeah, she she was trying something, and she was. New. You know, feeling more like herself, and I was like, "Oh, whatever." But yeah, so uh, something new is on Stars, I believe, which I have watched it a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not bad. I wouldn't say it's a comedy. No, it's more like because uh, then we get into some. They get into, into some, some racial. Like, oh, things. you brought a, a white man to this cotillion. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm, yeah, it's one of them. It's one of them. Blair Underwood is isn't she supposed to date Blair Underwood? Her mom yeah. Alfre Woodard once had to date Blair Underwood. And she said, No, I'm gonna date this white man who's my um, gardener. S- Simon ba- Baker. Yeah. Uh, noted Australian. Did, did you know he was Australian, Brittany? N- of course not. AKA <laughs> 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 Christian from the Devil is Prada, if you mm-hmm. are familiar with that one. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to think. I The only one I can think of that is kind of set up a little bit similar to this one is Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist, which I don't remember liking that movie, but I remember liking the book when I was a teen. But I, you know, I'm too old to revisit the book. So that's not happening. But I don't remember liking the movie that much. But also the movie came out when I was like in my 20s, I think. So I, you know, I watched the movie for reasons. Um, Who was the reason? Jay Bryan Charles in that movie. He's tall. Oh, oh okay. But oh, I wasn't in my, I was almost in my 20s. It was in my late teens when this movie came out. <laughs> So I, I don't think I I don't know and I like Kat Dennings I don't mind Michael Sarah um but I don't know if this is good but it is like a like a one night mm-hmm. type of thing like like music. yeah let's hang out at, yeah and they both have party yeah and they both have bad relationships that mm-hmm. they're kind of dealing with yeah. So I don't know. I feel like I, I wish I could find one that was like this, but also it's good that this exists because then there can be more of these mm-hmm. and more of these. We shall receive one of these days. Don't know when we're still on a writer strike, but yeah, I let it percolate in your brain. Mm-hmm. You could watch this again. Yeah. Watch this mm-hmm. over and over again on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Let rain know. I don't know mm-hmm. how to contact her, but let her know somehow that, that it's a good, you know, if you got your Twitter anytime minutes, let them know. <laughs> let these people Twitter know. free after nine. Or... Oh God, very singular wireless we're doing right now. <laughs> Use your one of your 600 tweets. Shit, it's bad out there, bro. Um, So yeah, I mean, if you have watched this or if you're going to watch this, you know, let us know. Hit us up at... Uh, I don't know if you want to hit us up on Twitter anymore. Let's start with the different one. Hit us up in the email at blackgirlfilmclub at gmail.com. And Twitter is here tomorrow. It's still BLK Girl Film Club, Black Girl Film Club on Instagram. Uh, we're on Discord. Come hang out with us. Um, we're going to do some stuff there. 
you know, like, rate, subscribe on your favorite podcast platforms. Um, yeah, I think this is a really sweet movie. Everybody should watch it. Watch it over and over mm-hmm. again. I've watched it at least four or five times. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've watched it like three or four times. Yeah, it's really, really cute. It's like a very easy watch. They pack mm-hmm. a lot of stuff in this movie within mm-hmm. like an hour or something. This is like an mm-hmm. hour and 15 minutes, hour and hour and a half they yeah they cute it is very very quick or some yeah it's a very very quick movie mm-hmm. so if you haven't watched this y'all are disappointing me mm-hmm. yeah if you do see- it for ashley yeah turn my frown upside down uh-huh. <laughs> uh okay okay i think that's everything yeah i did this episode and i did even do my british accent all right so. let, let, let's have it come on Say something good. I can't even do it. Thank you. I can't even do it. Too late now. All right. Thank you guys for listening. (laughs) She's just going to give up. On this Tuesday that we're recording. Oh, my God. It's so terrible. I just got to go. I don't know if I will. It's very My Fair Lady. The rain and spy. (laughs) Falls nightly on the play. (laughs) That sounds like you came from Birmingham, Alabama. Well, shout out to everybody in England that fucks with us. I don't know if you will after this, but (laughs) we respect that decision. You know, we understand if you have to do what Mm -hmm. you have to do. All right, before Brittany does any more damage to our international relations, we're gonna go. (laughs) Yeah, we do love you guys. We we love all the films that you've put out. so thanks. Thank yeah. especially thank you for this one. All right. All right. Bye. Bye guys. <laughs>